You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made by our friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Ro Jogan. I'm Zach. And I'm Matt. Um, and Isai is not here because he's signing his contract because he's going to be fighting Adam Page instead of Pac. Yeah, he's in uh, Las Vegas um, training. Nevada? Yeah, but he also yeah. might show up, so. Yeah, he might get an early flight. Yeah, he might get might be a little surprise for you. Surprise entrance into the Wrestle Boys Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's what I call it, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Before we get started, have you seen John Wick yet? Fuck no, dude. I'm going to very soon. There's a lot of wrestling in it. Is there? Sick. Yeah. Derek like, and I accidentally went with each other. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Was it fun? Andy and I just showed up and was like, oh, here's all our other friends. And oh, Derek's here too. And oh, and <laughs> here's Oak. our friends. Oh, and Derek. And Derek. Oh, let's go sit. Derek. Let's go sit somewhere else. <laughs> um. Yeah. Great action film. Maybe one of my favorites. I heard um, it was great. I heard did it. It. I heard it did better than um Endgame, or it's gonna do better than it, Endgame. It, um, it should, but it, it won't because. People are fucking nerds. Well, well and children it, aren't going to go yeah. see it. It beat it in the box That's office, <laughs> but that was after. I like beat four it four weeks. I beat so. it in a box office. Nice, ah, Pee Wee. I didn't really. I didn't do it in public. <laughs> um, <laughs> meow. Well, let's talk about Money in the Bank. If you didn't hear us talk about it before, we talk about it now. There were some technical difficulties. We're part of a podcast network that we are very excited to be a part of. But eavesdrop. What happened was, what happened was, there was a big site launch. Yeah. Because the eavesdrop.com is up and running and fucking ready for your damn ears. Yeah. Listen to all the shows if they interest you. And in all the in all in all the business, guess what? You didn't get to hear our show. Yeah. Except in, you can until now. today. You can now. Today when we're recording it. So you should have already listened to it. So it's like a fun little time capsule to go back and be like, what What was wrong? What was right? I know. You still get to see what we thought was going to happen of us in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you'll hear us in the future talking about what did happen. Yeah. Technically, it's and still the past. And if we liked it or not. Uh, I mean, we got some stuff right, to be fair. The stuff we got wrong? No. No. Everybody the, got wrong. Literally, the people in the match didn't know what was going to happen. So, yeah, dude. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mustafa being happy at WWE. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did put on a little clinic with Andrade today, though. We're recording this on a Tuesday, which is oh yeah, I haven't watched on a any... Tuesday. <laughs> like that song. Yeah, got the club going up on a Tuesday. Yeah, I love that song. I like when I go out and I'm just getting. Fucking toe up to the flow up with my friends, dude. And that song was on Tuesday, but it has to be on Tuesday. Mulligan's two first, (laughs) dude. I I fucking pop that on the on the jukebox at Molly's, and I just fucking as two for one. It and like this is correct. I usually turn on (laughs) Hoobas. Oh no, it's after midnight. Now it's Wednesday. The song's no longer accurate. No, it's not. No, and the song fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Only on one day a week. There's no songs about Wednesdays. Not yet. That's not, hope day. Not until when that camel sings. Stop. When the camel sings. I'm not at work with my 50 year old coworkers 
No, you're stuck in here with oh, me. Sounds like Derek's got a case of the Mondays on a Tuesday. Hump day jokes. It's like Derek's got a case of the old Mondays on the old Tuesdays. Uh-huh. What happened to Money in the Bank, though? <laughs> um, well, the first match on the pre-show, the only pre-show match, uh, the Usos versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. In what I thought was a title match. It, it was not. <laughs> Until it was not. It was just, uh, just like, hey, let's get these guys some money. It's really interesting, though, because the Usos pick up the victory, mm-hmm. uh, but they're technically a Raw I mean, there's the wild card rule, so there's no Raw, there's no SmackDown. Time doesn't exist. Nothing matters. But uh, everything is meaningless. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, but so, but they beat the the champs from SmackDown, and so are they going to have a title match for the SmackDown titles, even though they're Raw superstars? These are the questions we have to sit with now with this wild card rule. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do shit. I think yeah, nothing. Done. I think truly nothing matters. <laughs> maybe that's true. Uh yeah, it was a fine match from what I remember. Yeah, it was fine. I like both. Is is nice. Rowan a good much? wrestler? No. Okay, so but it's he's a three okay, great wrestler. He's an okay big man, and like he's getting better. He's it helps being in the ring with Daniel Bryan. He had a cool Slipknot shirt. Just he was rocking that Slipknot shirt. Yeah, he's just Slipknot NXT and, proud of family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slipknot and WWE just promoting each other. Dude, that's for real. Yeah, got that Bray Wyatt mask. Example two. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the new NXT theme. Yeah, we are not your kind. Is that what the words? I, I have, who knows. I say the words wrong every time. You have to ask anyone in NXT. They I was just starting to get to rid of. I was starting to get used to the old one. I was like apathy, resistance, something, 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 something. Yeah, that one's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. You get to hear a weird remix of it on NXT UK still. I think. Yeah, you do. Which I like. Is, is it, it more a, British sounding? Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a British rapper. He's got a British rapper it, over it. Um, God, is it Snow? Was that the British guy? Snow? Like Licky Boom Boom Down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Licky My Boom Boom Down. Licky My Boom Boom. I think, was he Canadian? I would put money on saying he's, he's Canadian. Canadian. Well, Maybe French Canadian. Fun little Adventure Time joke about that song once. Hell yeah. Uh, why are you licking my boom boom down? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Women's Money in the Bank Championship match. The, the yep. Money in the, the bank, bank ladder match for a Women's Championship match contract. It was a, it was a good, that was a good match. I had, it so was much, I had so much fun. Yeah, like, they did some interesting ladder stuff. Everybody um, got, yeah. They took some damn bumps. Mm-hmm. Looks like that, that match looked painful as fuck. And I think everybody got to kind of showcase a little bit. And it was nice. Like, Nikki killed it Yeah, mm-hmm. as, like, a last-minute entrance. Uh, I was stoked for Dana Brooke. She got a really nice little moment there when she was, like, hanging from the briefcase, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like... A lot of reports coming out recently. Like there, there's that big report about how much, how bad a time it is in the writers' room right now. But yeah. part of that same report was that Dana Brooke is the hardest working person in the company. Like, every, she's there setting up the ring every single show. She's like there trying to work really hard, and that's why she's getting a little bit of a push. So that's that's rad. Like, yeah, that's good that her. is cool. Um, but the winner was Bailey. Called it. Yeah, man, man, they worked the fuck out of me. So earlier in the match, uh, Carmella hurt her knee. Um, man, they did that. They did a really good job of making that seem like a shoot. Yeah, they did. She just get away from me. Like you hurt me. And it's like, I, I, I didn't think about this till later. It's like, that's not what you do when that actually happens. But it still felt so wrong. 
like what was going on like yeah definitely like the whole feel like it felt awkward like it as it would in like a shoot yeah but yeah but then you think it's like well normally people get injured they like don't even show that on camera they try to get the camera far away from that yeah but yeah but later carmella comes stumbling out and i was like god don't fucking give it to her again don't don't that's true, but she no. came out. She, def- I mean, I know she's a baby face right now, uh, but she definitely got that baby face pop. Yeah, uh, which I don't think she'd really been getting. No, but it was just like this exciting. I'm like, oh, she's gonna fight through the pain. Like she looked like a badass coming out like that. Yeah, but then, then Bailey won. Yeah, I after flipped the fuck out. I loved it after uh, Mandy was knocked unconscious, <laughs> but uh, Sonya Deville was so eager for her friend to win that she. Hucked her up on her shoulders, fireman carry style, and started, which was fucking great, and climbed that ladder, which is no easy task. And then Bailey comes up and gives her this look that's just like, "I'm about to rock your shit," and then mm-hmm. pushed her off mm-hmm. the ladder. New Miss Money in the Bank, Bailey. Yes, yeah. it was sick. It was so. I loved it. It was. It was great. It was a good night. It was a good way to start off the uh, the prop the show proper. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeated Samoa Joe um, in the length of time it took me to piss. That fucked up Joe's face. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird match. It was weird. I thought Dominic was about to pop up in that ring. Yeah, it seems like they just keep pushing the story back and back a little bit. Like, that felt like the moment to do it to me, yeah. but apparently not. And there were rumors that it was stopped because of blood? Yeah, that they cut it short. Like, that that was the like planned finish. That was going to be a quick roll-up and stuff, but that they... Sent it home immediately once they saw how much because Joe, was Joe looked like he got his nose shattered by Ray. Yeah, yeah. was, was it, it when hur- he sat on his face? I think it was that Hurricane Rana spot where he hit him, but I, I mean, I couldn't quite tell. Um, it was pretty early on because he was bleeding from the nose, and I think it was the the West Coast pop where he does the, the seated senton. Yeah, he did that super early, and it looked like Joe busted his nose and was bleeding under under the eye. So yeah, yeah. that's probably it. Um, yeah, but so Ray picked up that quick victory, got that univer- or universal title, <laughs> got that United States title, uh, and then Joe uh, continued to brutalize him as Dominic had to watch. Watched like a fucking baby. Like it's like, dude, that's mm-hmm. your fucking father. We all dude. know you're training, Dominic. Beat up Joe. Try. Beat him up. Yeah. Just get your big old body in there. Instead, he just put, put Dad. His, Defend put your his, short father. Put his dad on his shoulders. Pick up your father. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I'm kind of excited to see what I, if Ray gets any sort of like title run with this U.S. title. Uh, I feel like he he's been booked really strong since he's been like back on main roster, but hasn't done anything really noteworthy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, it'd be really cool to see him get some like pretty high profile matches with some like upper mid card guys yeah. for a while. Yeah. It, like, I mean, we, he had all those amazing matches with Andrade, but then yeah. nothing since. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, I mean, they could also use him to build someone. I mean, Mustafa's already at the top, but they could Man. also use it to build Mustafa, too. Well, we'll get to that. Mustafa deserves something. He deserves a hug for a goddamn sure. Yeah. Um, sh- Matt's favorite match of the night, Shane McMahon beat The Miz by escaping the cage. In a finish nobody could have guessed. Slipping out of his shirt <laughs> to show his meat. I have not seen that much Shane meat before. <laughs> I don't remember seeing his tummy and torso. And, uh... It was fine. Uh, he's a pale boy. I get that. Represent. Um, the match was fine. It was fine. I still thought it was fun. Uh, I think the Miz. I was still stand by that. I I like the amount of like babyface aggression he's been showing recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some fun spots in that match. Uh, all in all, very underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, basically just like the Miz keep keeps losing because he keeps trying to do superplexes. <laughs> 
Yeah, like the way they were trying the story they're trying to spin was like the Miz could have beat him several times. I got too lost up in the brutality of what he wanted to do to Shane, but it's like yeah, but I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily presented that way uh throughout the match. Like the Miz wasn't like dominating. It was mostly Miz escaping. I don't know. Uh I liked it though. It was fine. I was uh outside during this match. <clears throat> yeah, I was the one to miss. I legitimately started falling asleep during this match. Yeah. <laughs> so, really. yeah. But I'm glad you're here to represent Shane and Miz feud. Hey, you know what? Someone's got to. I say, good on you, Miz. Uh, keep it up. Shane, um, I saw your tum-tum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Nese defeated Arya Davari. It was okay. Yeah. Again, it was a, yeah, fine. It was a cruiserweight match. Yeah, They're, they're always great. It was cool that they, they got... They haven't blown me away since, like, like it was Cedric and Mustafa, like, people like that. Right. I mean, and uh, Buddy Murphy brought something to that title that I don't think Tony Nese has. I've also not been doing a great job keeping up with 205 Lives. That might not it's, be fair for me to say. It's real hard since WrestleMania because it just hasn't mattered. Like, well, yeah, Ar- Buddy Murphy is very good. Yeah, but he came out looking like a bad ass. Yeah, <laughs> but, but uh, it, was, it was a little random. Like, it was a little thrown together. Right, because, like, I feel like I'm, I watch quite a bit of wrestling, and even I was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, cool, Ari Davari's in a cool car. That's fun. And like I don't the match was fine. Uh yeah, like I said, cruiserweight matches are always fun. Uh Becky Lynch defeated Lacey Evans. I've never been happier. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh Lacey tapped real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like almost instantly, which was like, okay, so you're trying to build this person as a legitimate competitor. Right. And then But maybe to them it's more important to sell the disarmor. Yeah. But uh I, I yeah no for sure it, it to me it seems like it was it made Becky look awesome mm-hmm. uh, and you know Lacey can now have this like high profile match under her belt that she lost but you know it 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 puts her in the conversation of like oh this person's a contender yeah uh, and then Charlotte Flair comes walking out immediately yeah and she's like you know let's do this now. Let's do it now. You just you you defended that one. Might as well just get it over with. Defend this one too. Yeah. Yeah. And then you will learn what wrestling chemistry looks like. Yeah. Because compared to that Lacey Evans match, this match was so much better. Mm-hmm. Also, the cameramen are very good because Becky did a spot where she jumped in one of these matches, and did it looked like she did a good job. They cut away. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they cut did, to they, the floor. They did on Raw too. <laughs> Yeah, um, they have. It's a. I noticed it. Um, this week's raw too. When she does that, uh, drop kick off the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't sh- show it anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, it's pretty easy to see that that's not where Becky Champ Champ she, uh, yeah, thrives. She cannot <laughs> jump. She needs to do those CrossFit box jumps like her her friend Seth Seth. Seth Seth, who got his uh talking to on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Charlotte beat Becky. Charlotte became the nine-time women's SmackDown champion. But. Is that what her song sounds like? There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. Bailey came out. Wait. Keep going. Oh. Uh, no, now I keep going. Do we get a clean cut? Yeah. Uh, do we have to pay anyone money now? 
No, that's just going to be the intro now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Becky came in. Or Becky. Bailey came in. Uh, and then, it, to me, it felt weird, but I didn't care because I was so happy of how it ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bailey was like, should I do it? Should I not? Should I? Yeah. I I. I, I, I I like that there was a little bit of hesitancy, but they didn't like hold on that too long. She cashed in like pretty quick once she yeah. like, really started thinking about it. She's like, "Yep, here we go." Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think if anything, it kind of to me seemed like it didn't. I mean, it didn't make Charlotte look super good to be like. I think what did Bailey like toss she her into knocked the, the fuck like, out? Like, but but just because from Bailey like tossing her into like the turnbuckle or something like she it, put on a clinic with Becky first. Yeah, that's true. She, it was after a match. She did. But yeah, I, you know, I know, I, I know. Did. But it seemed like it was a lot of time for her just to be like out cold and then like mm. pulled to the like corner and then Becky got time or Bailey, Jesus Christ. Bailey got the opportunity to drop the elbow mm. on her. Bakley. <laughs> Bakley. Bakley yeah. Hathaway. But like I don't know, I think this way Becky still looks super strong and yeah. Charlotte can afford this. Mm. I mean, she's Charlotte. She'll always be at the top. It it serviced Bailey really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, just the weird like weirdness within the show of referees being bad at their jobs of like being Man, part yeah. of the weird storyline that oh! isn't going to go anywhere because that with Joe and that is something we I forgot, forgot about. About you know Joe's shoulder was up. Clear, very clear, clear. clearly off the map. And then this, like Charlotte, what didn't like stand up to like answer the bell, and that's like usually the like rule of thumb. Like the person has to at least be able to stand on their feet to start the match. And wasn't it the same guy who messed up another match? Uh, It well, one of Jack Daddy Ref Uh uh, is the one is one of them, and he's the one that messed up the finale of the the main event at WrestleMania. Okay, okay, okay. Well, and earlier in that, um, the Becky and Lacey match. I think Lacey had Becky like in a roll up, and he like circled around like twice to see if Becky's shoulder would down right before, before he dropped. Finish, yeah, yeah, and so that was a little like oh, like weird, but yeah, that's like it almost seemed like it was in the context of the show that he was just making rough calls all yeah, night. But it was also multiple refs. There was like two or three refs. Oh, that, it was just incompetent ref night. The the ref in the Joe and Ray match wasn't the same one as this ref. Oh, so. yeah, dang, sabotage, dude, fucking yeah. uh, sabotage. Uh, Wherever the fuck they were, Connecticut uh, screw job, dude. Yeah, Hartford. Which <laughs> the Hartford screw man, job? That is a tiny arena, by the way. Like, if I don't know if you all noticed that, but that is like it so did. Much it looked smaller. like Taco Bell arena. Yeah, it's so much smaller than they normally run. That's why they could boast like sold out show tonight. <laughs> it's like fourteen thousand people for money in the bank. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, it's not one of the big ones, but it I, is I, important. I like money in the bank. We'll get to it, the men's match. Last year was considered one of the big like on it was the same a big level five. The big five. Yeah, it was like the fifth. It, okay. You know, because they had a uh, takeover with it this year. The schedule's just all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, because yeah. of blood money. Because of blood money. Um, This was supposed to happen in Northern California. Yeah. Oh, this in, was too? In, in June, yeah, with oh, shit. the takeover. Supposed That's to be why it felt so rushed. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Elias in 10 seconds. Well, so, like, yeah, Elias yeah, smashed a guitar over him on the way like out and so he was down and elias played a guitar electric guitar yeah uh he played a song a little ditty and roman came out yeah squashed him <laughs> it was of just, course it was fine it was fine but it was just like all right well i get it you got to get these two guys a payday um yeah was that all we need to say about that to me that was the bathroom yeah. break i don't yeah. understand I, I i don't think anything really came of it and it's just it's just 
keeping Roman there, mm-hmm. but not putting him in the title scene yet, which I think is a good idea. I agree with that as well. Um, and still kind of nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It does. I don't think it helps either of them. It but. does not. It definitely doesn't help Elias. No. Um, Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles. I mean, probably match of the night. I mean, it was long. Mm-hmm. 19 minutes and 45 seconds. And it was just really good. They have mm-hmm. a lot of really good chemistry together, which we knew, but like, yeah, it, I don't know. It was a really, really good match. They got a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. It was a great match, but it seemed like it didn't have a purpose. It didn't. I've been kind of feeling that with AJ Styles lately, where it's like I, I appreciate him still as like a really good wrestler, but yeah, when it comes to well, he was the face of SmackDown. He built, he that built house. a house, dude, and now he's the Corey Barton of SmackDown. He's second. <laughs> he's second fiddle to Seth. So it's like, how is he ever going to like pass Seth? He's not. Well, he's not. And then even on Raw, uh, he was saying like, "Well, I guess I gotta, I gotta start back at the beginning now." But back you from, know? Squ- from from Square Phenomenal One, which I do, I loved it because in that promo, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, I could beat Seth Rollins, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it last night. That wasn't my night. Seth Rollins beat me, fair and square. And I'm like, yeah, after you probably fucking rage, you know, <laughs> kayfabe rage quit in the fucking back. <laughs> but it's anything like they play fucking Madden. All right, catch He's the like, ball, you freaking turd! It's like I'll, I'll, ch- I'll challenge you again on up, up, down, down, Seth. You might have that universal title, but I will have the up, up, down, down championship. I would love if that's what they made rematches. Yeah, at least with, at least with AJ. See if we can get through a game of Madden without rage quitting. <laughs> yeah, and like actually give him a broken controller. <laughs> See if he can make it. That would be against the feud with Kofi. Xavier would rig it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Kofi, Kofi Kingston versus defeated Kevin Owens. And I mean, I love them both. It's a good match. It was I a was, good match. Kofi, was... Kofi kicked him in the face with his socks on. Yeah. Cause he pulled off his dang shoes. <laughs> yeah. Kevin just took his shoes off. Dude, threw it, them. Like that's, a, I mean, you know what? That's what, you, if you're in a fucking fight, you know, like how we talked about how Bret Hart always talks about that school bully fight. <laughs> and sometimes you got to kick him in the nuts. Sometimes you got to pull their fucking shoes off. Who throws the shoe? <laughs> if I was in a fight, dude, I would, I would fucking try to take someone's shoes off. That's how you. That's how you change the dynamic real quick. I'm taking yeah. shoes off right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and you would win. But like, I mean, it. This match had no stakes for me because if Kofi retained, hell yeah. If Kevin won, hell yeah. Yeah. I also. I just knew Kofi's gonna re- retain because he's going to Ghana. They announced that like recently. He hasn't gone yeah. yet. It's one of those stupid things where it's like, oh, you see the schedule. It's like, he's not going to lose the title before it goes back to Ghana. Mm-hmm. For having this big like, celebration. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's also interesting because, like, so, yeah, we had that, like, 20-minute match with Seth and AJ, and then there was this, like, Lucha House Party squash fest oh, with yeah. Lars Sullivan, which apparently, I saw this article, I did not do any research into it, but uh, maybe Kalisto busted Lars open on purpose, which yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I read that, too. That's dope. Uh, yeah. I did, I did see... Um, Titus O'Neil like talk about Lars uh, online. He, he tweeted about Lars and said that like Lars sought him out and like talked to him for, and then like wanted to like learn from Titus and it's like oh and then like Titus tweeted out said I'll give you respect for that like trying yeah. to learn trying to be a better person like I mean if so if you're gonna learn from anyone fucking Titus is the guy to go to like the yeah. world's nicest person and like I mean. I don't want to make excuses for Lars, but if people mm-hmm. saw this shit I said on the internet years ago, 
Like, I mean, it's true, and he was a bit older. It wasn't that bad, but I don't, I don't know if we've really talked about it on this show, and I don't know if there's much really to talk about. But yeah, I mean, those tweets came out from Lars Sullivan um, from up. I mean, as recently as 2013, that were like really racist and like homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, because like there's that big part of me too that's like you know people learn. Like I definitely said some shit that's like not cool, and like yeah. I, you know I learned, but. Uh, but again, it's like he was in his like mid twenties when he was That's posting true. that shit. It's, true. it's just yeah. like at some point, there's, it's like well, at some point you 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 should have learned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's no excuse there's for it. There's a difference just, between ignorance and hate speech. Yeah, you just it, it's good to see at least that he did like he made of any step you could take the the right step to take is seek out Titus O'Neil. Yeah, yeah right. Like, of anyone to go like sit down and and talk to and learn from, and Titus I don't think would like tweet out in support of him unless he thought it was legit you know so doesn't i'm still never gonna be like like hell yeah lars yeah at least he's making the right steps considering the circumstances yeah but still hell yeah Kalisto. yeah but yeah right exactly yeah like Kalisto, fucking get that receipt on that yeah uh um real quick going back to kevin kofi yeah um they did something wonderful today on smackdown um, so New Day came out, celebrated Biggie coming back. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, was Becky's mom Be- there? Yeah. No. Uh, so just, Xavier. He's writing on Becky's mom's shoulders. <laughs> Xavier said Becky's mom is taken. Oh, dude. How great would it be? Biggie comes out, but it's like Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Like he's like, she's just on his shoulders. No, all the way around. She's on her he's shoulders. on her shoulders. I would love that. Um, but, but yeah, there's some funny stuff. Uh, he wanted to smell coat. He wanted to smell Kofi's armpits, and Kofi's like, "What?" He's and Xavier's like, "He's he's not cleared to wrestle, but he is cleared to sniff." <laughs> yeah, you know, just New Day antics, just that New Day stuff that we all love. But Kevin and Sammy came out. Um, Kevin came out first, and then Sammy came out later. Um, Kofi started talking shit and was basically like, "You didn't beat me, dude." And then Kevin got mad and left. So Sammy had both the mics in his mouth. <laughs> and um, so Sammy and Kofi had a match, which I left him in the middle of. Um, but in the back, Kevin beat up uh, Xavier? Big E. Oh, he be- he the returning his, Big E who's not cleared to knee. wrestle. He kicked his knee. Piece of shit. They didn't show it, but he said Kevin did it. Kicked his um, leg out of his leg. Yes. Kicked his leg out of his leg. So they did a really good job of making them real serious. Like, Kofi ran out to the ring, and, like, the ref had to hold him back from fighting Sammy. Yeah. He's like, what'd you do? What did Kevin do? Ooh. Why'd you do it? So I think that's – and that's another thing. In the earlier promo uh, or in the earlier segment, Kofi was like, they want me to be serious, man. I got to be more serious. And so, like, they did a good job of le- giving him a reason to uh, be like a legit- serious. Like, legitimate reason to yeah. be serious. I so like that. It was, a good, it was a good little thing that they did. That is cool. Good job, creative. Or Kofi. All 38 of you. <laughs> yeah. One team. All right. right. Now let's talk about the Money in the yeah. Bank ladder match. The the okay. members of this match were Ali, Andrade, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. And it was supposed to be Sammy. But Sammy yes. was beaten up back. Sammy was hung up by his feet backstage. He was Someone upside, hurt he was, him. He was upside down crucified. So they just did it with seven people. So it's a better chance. They had a a, a, a a higher chance of winning. I was going to try to do some Saturn math, but I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, no one can. <laughs> this was also 
a good match. It was awesome. It was, it was a very great match. Awesome. They were just beating I mean, the well, ever-loving shit. Everyone, everyone in this match except Baron Corbin is a phenomenal wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he's he was working hard. Yeah, he was working hard. Everyone in this match, but Baron Corbin's a great wrestler. Everyone in this match, but Randy Orton worked really hard. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Randy got a really big uh, pop when he was like dropping everyone on the announcer table, mm-hmm. and then like just hopped in the ring. I mean, you got a fucking yeah. loud Orton chant. And he even like he tweeted a joke about like that had hashtag Randy two bumps. In, in, today, like, he's he's been real funny online lately. He is. It's he's, unfortunate. Yeah, he seems like right. I was like, he's a prick, but <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, I mean, they were they were. I don't. They all looked like fucking stars. And by the by the near end of the match, mm-hmm. I was like, anybody in this match could take this. I mean, I was not rooting for Randy or Baron, but I was like, yeah. anyone could take this, and it would feel like deserved and maybe mm-hmm. that's like i don't we're know going through this match we're going, like in this match like, like in the context of that match it'd Andr- be like oh cool andrade ali ricochet and finn all fucking murdered themselves especially yep. finn yep finn, finn's poor back god the bumps finn took in this match that the sunset flip power bomb that andrade gave him where he off the top of the off, ladder bounce off the ladder real quick Man, on that crazy. they finally made me want to watch a match at us one of those Saudi Arabia shows, the Demon versus Andrade. <laughs> I know, God. I know, like that's badass. But I'm just, but it's also like I, I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna watch it. But every but time they, like, every time damn. they, uh, every time they like promote the Demon, I'm always like, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hate that. He's definitely gonna win that match, but yes. at the same time, like those two mm-hmm. against each other, it'll be a, a blast. Here's what you do if you want to watch the match, just. Go pirate it somewhere. Just don't give them the streaming numbers. I don't know how. I've never pirated. I don't anything. steal. It's okay. It's wink, wink, wink. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've shown you the sites. <laughs> I have. Shown I watch you the wrestling site. legally. All watch of wrestling the dot time. Whatever. It's it LA. It's dot LA now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll redirect. So I watch SmackDown. <clears throat> um. Yeah. But so, out of all those, who would you think would win? Um, Ali, 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 yeah. right there. At the end. I think the, the I think when I saw Andrade do that sunset flip, uh, power bomb off of the ladder to Finn. At that moment, I was like, "All right, Andrade's not winning." Yeah, because I was like, he got his really cool spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right there at the end, when Mustafa, uh, I was expecting someone to come out because Sammy got injured before mm-hmm. the match, and I was like, "Someone and, did and this." Like Ron this... was there, and there was like all the like. Is Braun did Braun do it or not? And then like, like by yeah, like by the time the match for a came second up, I thought Bray might come out. I thought it was Bray. Same. Actually. Or maybe you texted that to us. I was hoping it was Bray. I did I w- text that, no, but I was thinking that too. Like, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. But then when Mustafa started like climbing the ladder, I was like, all right, all right, like this is gonna be cool for him. And this is what I hate about Money in the Bank matches. He had it in his grasp. It. He could have taken it. There was so I will give him this. Okay, I mean I guess we should say what happened. Yeah. You heard that bad Bing guitar yeah. squeal. Bam, bam, bam. Ladies and gentlemen. Bam, bam, bam. And then Brock Lesnar comes out, lays waste to a cameraman, uh jumps up, knocks Mustafa off the ladder, and I agree with you, there was a solid fifteen seconds it that was Mustafa Ali During could... his entrance, he had it. Like there the picture is Mustafa holding the briefcase. And All they... he had to do is make his arm a little and, higher, unclip uh-huh. it, take it off. I hate it. I hate it. It's so it makes Mustafa look dumb. It but makes it look like that's the whole thing with Money in the Bank matches well, in general. And so the whole thing is like, 
oh, I'm so shocked that Brock's here that I forgot where I am. I guess. I mean, yeah. that, that could have been a shoot. Well, because no one knew it was going to be Brock Lesnar. Like, that's yeah. seriously bullshit. Um, yep. They're, like, depending on what the report. Yeah, there's read, a lot of different reports. Um, Ali might have been the only one that knew he wasn't winning. Like, like Ali, like, the big one report that's out there is that everyone thought Ali was winning. Mm-hmm. And that Ali was told right, right before, before he that he wasn't that someone was coming out but he didn't know who it was gonna it was gonna be yeah and so like when brock came out like genuinely nobody genuinely nobody knew uh that he was gonna be coming out like that and then so yeah he knocks mustafa off the ladder um apparently busted him open but cameras were like directed not to show that and then yeah brock he climbs the ladder he's laughing at everybody because everyone's raining booze it was actually kind of awesome uh, for you know, just because like, yeah, you fucking piece of shit. Like, you win, you know, whatever. Gets the gets the bank money in the bank briefcase. Sits down on the ladder, just starts laughing. Uh, and then I gotta say, I hate it. I hate it in the sense because if if you I was thought we were free, we thought we were free. We also thought that whoever was going to be getting that briefcase was going to be WWE's next big star. Yeah, and that would be so perfect for Mustafa Ali. Yep. Uh, or Ali, whatever. But uh, he, like, because he could do so much stuff with Ali in that briefcase. But, no, we get Brock Lesnar, who I really kind of like the angle they're going for with this. Uh, like, we saw on Monday Night Raw that um, both Seth and Kofi came out, and they were like, because Brock was out there holding up that fucking thing like a boombox, which got old quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, and but both of them are out there like, cash in on me. Like, Kofi's like, I want to cement my legacy so I want to beat the best that there is. So if you're going to cash in that like briefcase, I want you to do it on me. And like Seth was basically like, I'm not going to play your mind games. If you want this title, like cash it in and we'll do this thing. Yeah. And then, you know, Heyman points out like, oh, like this is a funny predicament. Like both of you are approaching the challenger instead of the challenger approaching you. Mm-hmm. And it really is a cool dynamic for for a briefcase holder. But I just hate it because I know how much of like a star maker that could be for Mustafa. And I'm sure that I'm sure that he's going to get a push at some point. They clearly love him, but it's like, that could have been his moment. Yeah. And he already kind of lost his moment due to injury before WrestleMania, which was cool Mm -hmm. because it gave us the Kofi moment, but like, and which was long overdue. Yeah. The, and the unfortunate thing about it is like, it's, it's a cool dynamic of being like, Oh man, they're both wanting him. They're like, not, like playing into the the bullshit mind games or whatever, mm-hmm. except Brock's gonna win yep. at some point. Brock yeah, is yeah. gonna have one of those two titles. Like, is it? Do you think it'll be right before the deals? Like, or right before the deals are done? Well, well yeah, that's what I. That's not what that's I meant. Th- yeah, right before but... they go to Fox or you. Well, or... the rumor I heard too was that they want a big title match in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and so that could be where. He cashes in, uh, I mean, because obviously they're gonna want Brock Lesnar there. I mean, they're getting fucking. No, they do. They want. They're yeah. getting He's Goldberg. There, they're right? getting. Yeah, they're getting Goldberg and fucking Undertaker. So they have enough money to get Brock um, Lesnar there. Probably. Can we talk about that the fucking tagline for that pay per view that they keep saying? Because it's the fucking worst thing in the world. At least as good, if not better, than WrestleMania. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> they they're keep, saying? Yes. Liz, go listen. It, it's the exact same verbiage it's every be time. At least as good, if not better, than WrestleMania. It's not that exact, but it, that's what they're saying every time. They're saying, yeah. At least the, it's the exact same wording. It's the weird thing that happens with these Saudi Arabia shows where you can tell there is 
something specific requested by the Saudi government. Totally, totally. And what they requested for the show is obviously we want to show at least as good, if not better than uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. And so the tagline is at least as good, if not better than WrestleMania. And so they keep saying it. So they keep burying WrestleMania. Yeah, for real. And like, so God, it's so fucking bad. But I cannot imagine. I mean, I can imagine. I can't even say that. I would certainly hope they would not have a huge. I would hope they wouldn't job out Kofi or Seth in Saudi Arabia for this event. I would hope it would be Seth before Kofi. Guys, or both. Dual champ. He might cash in on both. Brock two belts. Brocky two belts. Yes. And then Becky beats him. I. I would take that. I cannot. No, <laughs> I can't even let you joke about something so optimistic. <laughs> I can't. I can't have that. Brock will have both belts. I cannot have that. And then Roman goes into the title no. picture. Braun, never. Probably Braun over and over, and then nothing will happen for a while. I can't have this. I cannot have this. Uh, no, I don't want that. So it's not gonna happen. So I said no. Yeah, it's gonna be stupid and weird. And but know. I mean I could see so I could see him cashing in for that Saudi Arabia show or else there's no other like reason like there's no other like way to write him in there that's like Brock has a match yeah what's Which, the first pay per view after they go to Fox is it Survivor oh, Series I don't even well that'd be the first major one. October I, that that'd be in yeah that'd be November. Um, which would be champ versus champ. So Brock just masturbating in the middle of the ring, oh, okay. these two belts. Um, yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I don't. Because I could see him holding it for years and years, like until he decides to retire. Well, yeah, sure, it expires in a year. So, <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's not gonna happen. He's gonna win the belt sometime this summer. <laughs> Um, I'm the only way they, in my eyes, they can redeem this is if somehow like Ali fucking wins the case back from Brock, but that's not going to happen. I would. Oh yeah. They do do those matches, right? It's happened happened before. before, Yeah. Um, people have lost their money in the bank briefcase. I would shit my brains out, dude. If that happened. Like if they do that to build him, that would be the most amazing thing ever. Ali beats Brock. (laughs) Yeah. That would be crazy. There's no way Brock is losing to a, a, a brown skinned tiny guy no that's true but he used to be a cop and that might carry some favor <laughs> no that only works no with he doesn't yeah he's not brock doesn't like cops either <laughs> you know that for a fact yeah he, brock is one hundo like libertarian yeah yeah like the cops keep trying. actually he actually is right i'm sure he is. Uh, i oh, mean he, he lives in canada most of the time so it doesn't even matter yeah but, that's true yeah he lives in the country with guns I mean, literally sandwiches. He, there's videos of him with shooting machine guns at like squirrels. <laughs> God, what a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So all in all, Money in the Bank was a great show. It was really a fun. Very unsatisfying ending. And mm-hmm. I mean, in the Got true se- in the true sense of the word, it was shocking. Yeah. Um, but not in the way that makes you want to tune in the next night. Um, but. I did anyway. I did too, and I did not see the main event actually. But uh, they did some interesting things on Monday Night Raw. Um, mm. Twenty-four-seven rule. Yeah, it's in effect. Yeah. They announced. Well, oh my god! What if Brock cashes in on the twenty-four-seven? Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Paul! I want the twenty-four-seven title. <laughs> He's like, all right, I quit. <laughs> Flips, go runs and just pins our truth's car with him inside of it. <laughs> Why be champion of the universe when I could be champion of time? <laughs> uh, I, 
yeah, so Mick Foley uh, is shown throughout the episode carrying around this title, um, looking like he wrestled all his brains out. <laughs> he just, I don't know. You see, you look at Mick Foley. weird about him right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, you look at Mick Foley and you're like, that man has sacrificed a lot for this business. An ear and all mm-hmm. his teeth. An ear and all his teeth, for sure. Um, God, I love God, I love that man. Do not get me wrong. Mm. I am a huge Mick Foley fan uh, and will always love him. He posted a really sweet thing about Ashley Massaro passing away. I guess that's some wrestle news we could get into too. Oh, yeah, I think I think we talked about it in the last. We episode, did, but yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked about that. But apparently, there's yeah. some really shitty stuff that came out about yeah. Vince McMahon trying to bury an affidavit of some very horrible things that happened to her. Yep, it's all real gross and yep. horrible. We don't sounds, need to. Discuss we it oh, we won't. We don't. We don't need to discuss like it Vince. in depth. If you want to know how terrible this business is, and specifically WWE, yeah, yeah. content warning, sexual assault. Yeah. Um. But, uh. Yeah, Mick Foley's walking around backstage. He has a bag with a title in it, shaking hands with everyone, kissing the proverbial babies. Uh, he kissed no babies. <laughs> there were no babies present. Dominic. <laughs> right here, Uncle Mick. <laughs> Come here, boy. It's so good to see you. But, uh... <laughs> Bray. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. Oh, man, Bray fucking Wyatt. It was a lackluster Firefly Funhouse. Finish, finish your thought. Uh, and then so Mick Foley comes out to the ring finally to kick off the third hour of Raw, which I loved because he comes out and he goes, Raw needs to get a little more. Raw. And then it was like sexy music. No, that didn't happen. Oh, so but all the lights Edge, Edge came out. All the lights went down, though, uh, and like just the old Raw logo popped up on the Titan Tron and looked very classic. Uh, and he was Did like, I sleep through all of this? Maybe. I slept through a big chunk of Raw because I was very sleepy. I get it. I, felt, I, I must, falling, have, I must falling, have missed all of this. I started falling asleep too. But uh, I mean, actually, it was kind of subtle. Like all the lights just went down. It looked like a house show. It kind of looks like an NXT presentation where all the lights are on the ring and you don't see any of the fans, which I actually really like. I feel like it makes it look more of like a, uh, like a, like a legit sporting event. Uh, but yeah, he unveils the 24-7 title, which looks like, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Waffle is it, House. Does it look like a clock? Kind of. Yeah, Waffle I mean, House tweeted and said that it's nice to see that one of our the clocks from our restaurants got turned into a title. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So, uh, Yo, it, Waffle House, sponsor us. Yeah, Waffle House. Chip Cookie also. Um, open, open a place here and sponsor us. <laughs> we'll wrap you. Um, yeah, and so basically 24-7 title means whoever holds this, uh, as long as there's a referee present, is eligible or susceptible to have to defend that title mm-hmm. burp hello so and, who got it first uh titus o'neill titus then who got it off of him bobby Ro- robert Roode. yeah robert Roode. And, and then our truth. truth so like the, all these wrestlers come down it's all the wrestlers that you never see on tv like titus and robert Roode. mojo <laughs> mojo ec3 yeah, yeah, EC3, EC3 was out there. Saw his Good face. Brothers. Uh, yeah, Good Brothers, brothers were, were holding there. it at the same time at one Drake point. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. That was pretty great. Uh-huh. It was a scramble. Like, they were all trying to get it. They are all trying to, like, kick each other's ass. Basically, Titus just grabbed it and held it above his head, meaning first. And the history books will say. Oh. First 24-7 champion, Titus O'Neil. Uh, he got a quick roll-up by Robert Roode when he was giving his, like, excitement interview. <laughs> like, uh... He's like, Sandler's like, I'm the first champion. And then just gets rolled up by Robert mm. Roode and loses the title. And then, like, the next 15 minutes is just Bobby Roode, Robert Roode fucking running around backstage hiding from everybody. Only to then lose it to R-Truth. Yeah. After R-Truth hit him in his trunk and was, like, and was, like, trying to help him out. And then 
a breath gets out of our truth's car. Yeah. And he pins him. <laughs> so, I mean, none of y'all watched. If any of y'all watched back in the Attitude Era, they had a hardcore title. It was the exact same idea. Eventually, it became the 24-7 rule. There's a lot of really fun stuff that happened with it. Re- WrestleMania 16? One of those. There's, like, literally, like, constant backstage segments, and it changed hands, like, 50 times during WrestleMania. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Like, I, I love that. It's definitely silly. Um, but it, I don't know. It gives more people more things to do and it's more content that can go up on their like online stuff. I did also read that it keeps the mid card in the mid card though. And that, or the low card in the low card though. And that kind of sucks. Yeah. I I think that too, but but I also feel like it can create opportunities for people to showcase some things that mm -hmm. they normally wouldn't have the opportunity to. And that's already happening. And I hope, yeah, I hope there's, I hope someone gets the title at a Denny's. I would love that. Mm. Like seriously, like out and about. Oh yeah, th- there was some really like great at segments. the airport. Yeah, there's some really great segments back in the Attitude Era with the hardcore title. Yeah, so it can be it can be pretty fun. We'll see, um, and it's cross multi brand. Like any like people from NXT can get it. People from 205 Live can get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably NXT UK, I could get it. Um, I just have to find our truth and pin him. As long as there's a ref there, um, they continued the story on SmackDown and. Our truth was literally just he had a blonde wig, and Carmel's like, "This cheap wig isn't gonna hide you." He's like, "Twelve dollars, <laughs> that ain't cheap." Our hmm. um, truth is truth. A, is a treasure, um, but so she dressed him up to look like her. Oh, and then yeah, he just kept getting chased all night. Yeah, so I just looked up um, the history of the hardcore title. Uh, it was uh, had a total of 240 reigns between 52 people. Oh, and what span of time? Um, that's over, let's see, starting in, that's in over a four-year period. Yeah, that's a lot of title changes. <laughs> yeah. And that was, the 24-7 rule wasn't for that whole period yeah. of time. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot, a whole lot uh-huh. of title changes constantly. It was very fun. I think the longest title reign was like, after the twenty four seven rule was like twenty eight days. No one held it for more than a month after the twenty four seven rule. Like I did, I think it'd be kind of fun if somebody ended up getting that title that was like actually like pretty like like prestigious, you know, like brought brought some like legitimacy to it. You know, mm-hmm. just for like a little while, just for like fun shit. Um I don't know. I I I'm a big fan of them trying to uh kind of like re reshuffle how the third hour is going to operate so we're led to believe that that if Mick Foley if I understand right that this is how it's going to be now in the weeks is that the third hour of raw is going to become a, a different sort of more uh like n- gnarly uh presentation yeah not gnarly i mean it's still pg gnarly but gnarly but rock dude <laughs> locals only bro <laughs> uh yeah, so I'm excited to see how it goes. I like that presentation. I kind of just want them to do that for the whole show. Yeah, it, it, back in the day, they they literally it was two different shows, and they had like slightly different presentations for each, which is for ratings things. There was Warzone and, and Raw's War. That's right. And I don't know it was kind of cool, just different way to differentiate it. So they do something. I don't know. It's worth it's worth trying. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I just found a two day span at house shows. I just like to read you off what happened with the hardcore title in two days. Uh, okay, on house shows, <laughs> on televised. Uh, so will yes, 
untelevised house shows. William Regal won it from Bubba Ray Dudley on April 6th. On April 6th, Goldust won it. Raven won it. Bubba Ray Dudley won it. Then on the 7th, William Regal won it. Goldust won it. Raven won it. Bubba Ray Dudley won it. A week later, the exact same thing happened two different sets of house shows in a row again. With the same the same people on house shows. Hell yeah. God damn, that's fun. Like, that would be the thing. You can have that change hands all the time at house shows, which makes it pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it fun for house shows, yeah. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, the chances of you seeing a title change on a house show is slim to none. Yeah. They just advertise them, guaranteed title change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This title will be changing. And we were, like, talking earlier, like, do stuff like have it change on up, up, down, down, and, like, just weird shit like that. Like, that'd be so Have fun. someone lose it, like, on, t- on, like, a Chronicle or something? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a text mo- notification at 2 in the morning saying that someone's fighting for it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Give it to Stokely. Dude, Stokely's going to end up with it. <laughs> it's have you, have you guys ever heard of the DDT, what is it, Ultra Heavy Metal Weight Championship? No. Their, I need to. It Jesus. was their 24-7 rule, and it had, like, 600 people won it across different times. A cat had it at one point. Um, there's like a couple like wrestling writers. Oh, is that, that the one that the blow up doll had it for a while? The blow up doll has had it. Like Kenny Omega's had it. Like Joey Ryan had it for a long oh, period of time. Is that the title he was fighting for in that match that was like at a house? Y- no, that was the, the fight anywhere. Championship, oh, okay. I think. Okay. But it was fight anywhere it, champion. It was literally like a couple wrestling writers. I like have read one it from each other at one point. <laughs> like, and it's it's very good. And Dude, like, that's I hope awesome. they get silly with it. Yeah, like what if a ref? What if Little Nate wins it? What if what if uh, Nicholas wins it? Dude, Nicholas. <gasps> Dude, Nicholas oh, would be great. And then have him just get like fucking power bombed. <laughs> just goes through a table. If oh, May yeah. Young can do it, you can do it, Nicholas. Dude, his dad wins it from him. <laughs> yeah. Nic- or, or or Nicholas beats his dad or up and Dominic wins it. Dominic wins it from Nicholas. <laughs> oh man, that would be kind of sad. <laughs> Dominic just shoots on Nicholas. Yeah, like, I, oh, shit, Dom. I did see a tweet from an indie wrestler, I think RJ City, who said, mm. whenever whenever WWE does something like this, a bunch of indie promoters get a stupid idea to do something similar, and it's even more half-assed. So please don't celebrate I, this. I, I saw something, too, that I thought was kind of cool, was uh, Paige had put out a tweet that was like, so does this count for women, too? And Naomi had like commented on it, like, hell yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what if that's kind of our small introduction into like yeah. intergender wrestling? I mean, I mean, you know, that's how the the hardcore title was, especially like, with our truth. Like he's mm-hmm. believably oh, pinnable. Carmella needs to win it from our truth. She just super kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be that. She just needs to like, like, can like, or like our truth just like into getting pinned somehow. Like, or like our truth is like he just is getting so tired of like of wa- watching his back. So Carmella, he's like, pin you. me. Take this European title from me. We didn't mention that, that he keeps calling it the European <laughs> yeah. title. Like, I would love that. Like, so there's some fun possibilities. It's also, it could be a giant turd, but I'm choosing not to oh, think it of it that way. it is a giant turd, but it could be really fun. It could be a fun turd. It could be a turd that I like to like, watch. W- like, one time I pooped and it looked like the Starship Enterprise. I wish I could have oh. seen that. It was a bad... Jesus Christ, <laughs> I, I was 10 years old. Dude, 10 years old? Fuck yeah, dude. Where'd you eat that? How did it I have don't the know. wings? I don't know. It was a bad day. Engaged. <laughs> but I gross. made my mom look at it. Dude, I've done that. I've had some gnarly ones that I'm like, someone has to see you this. You kissed her still <laughs> after she saw that. She saw a lot of my shit. She changed my diapers. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you poop and it like circles the bowl and you're like, I can't just flush it. This is the worst. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
uh, speaking of shit, um, we're gonna be in Vegas this weekend. Zach, I wish you could be in Vegas. I do with too. Us. I wish so too, but then again, I don't have to be in Vegas. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. And uh, you can watch the pay per view from the comfort of your own home, which I genuinely enjoyed last week. Last yeah, year. last year was fun. Um, we recorded that cool episode. Yeah, it was fun. You have to do that by yourself this time. Oh, hell yeah. I'll just get hot. <laughs> Never mind. I won't. <laughs> Never mind on anything I was about to say. Um, <laughs> just every after every match, just like real quick. That was good. <laughs> hey. I li- that was fun. I liked it. Um, yeah, but uh, we will – Zach will be holding it down here in Boise Town, uh, and um, we're going to go watch Double or Nothing in mm-hmm. uh, Lost Vegas. Yeah. I already saw it, like y'all's main event. It already happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, was that what they did? They just said it happened already. No, well, they did. Oh, okay. They had that. Ma- was this gonna? That gonna be the main event? Uh, Pac yeah. versus Hangman Page. It was Page for the and... title. Oh, it was for the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's badass, dude. Yeah. So yeah, Pac dropped off the show. Yeah, it, creative differences. I there's yeah. a lot of like, it's weird because like Pac was, according to Dave Meltzer, Pac was gonna win. But like, but then he was gonna lose, lose. To Omega, and then, oh yeah, and so, so he was fine losing to Adam Page, but not Omega. No, no he was gonna beat. He's gonna beat Adam Page if he was booked because because he's the Dragon Gate like main title yeah. holder right now, Entered the mm-hmm. Dream Gate champion, and he takes it very seriously, which I think is cool. Yeah, but to the point where he's like, he's not, he's not being booked to lose. Like he's had like, um, like draws, like he's been wrestling like long matches that ended in a draw, but he hasn't lost. Or whatever, and so I think that for him, the idea of losing to Kenny, even though he would beat Paige, um, it, like he was just like, no, like that. I'm trying to keep my shit credible, and I kind of like I gotta respect it, but it's also like I just wish I didn't know any of this. Yep. yep. Like I wish they could just be like, uh, matches off. Um, instead you'll be getting this. Yeah. And we don't. I don't need to know all the backstage stuff. Yeah. But just because to me it kind of takes me out of the whole magic of the, everything. It does, and it's like. I don't want to think negatively of Pac, but like you think I, you I, think Kenny Omega's not gonna beat you, brother? Like you think um, he's gonna, the best wrestler I, in the entire world? I, I besides I'm one hundred percent on Pac's side about this. He Dragon Gate is the second biggest promotion in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like he's their champion, and <clears throat> he he takes being their champion very seriously. And if that's what it if they weren't like. Basically, what they're saying automatically is AEW is bigger than Dragon Gate automatically. Yeah, that for makes sure. sense. Which, that makes sense. It, in a way, yes, I I totally get it, and kind of it, it and, is. And for like, and for a U.S. audience, like I understand I, that they don't really care about the Dragon Gate. Yeah, but I mean, he he, they knew that going into working with him that he's their champion and that he takes that very seriously. Mm-hmm. So like, if that was their plan all along and they couldn't do anything else with it, then they should have done something else with Pac. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, should have had just it be like an exhibition thing, not have it be this big deal against Adam Page for the title, even though it's a great and it, it was a very good match. I, they put it up on YouTube. Yeah, okay. so they, they had the match at a different promotion uh, with and, some fuckery involved. Like, oh yeah, yeah, and so this, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with Pac as well. My my whole thing comes down to just like I don't know. I I think I'm so used to hearing all this like booking talk about WWE that I'm like into that i'm just like because also i don't care about their product as much yeah yeah. uh because we know what we're getting with this like brand new sort of thing like i don't like being on the inside of their booking choices and their book like their storyline stuff uh because it's still shiny and new and it's it reminds you that 
it's not as shiny like, as you might want. Well, to be and it's also like, like, oh, that sounds sloppy. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like it's like uh, that doesn't and do it's much so to build faith. Last minute, because this happened like a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it just it all kind of sucks. Right. Hopefully right. they can live up to it. I'm mm-hmm. still super excited for that show. I was so looking forward to that match, mm-hmm. but I understand. And they said something about how they're gonna replace it with something better that's, or something but that, that's that, that, those, are those are yeah. words those are words yeah, yeah we'll they're see. gonna do their best um it was announced today that um ty dillinger is gonna be making his indie debut at double or nothing in the in the what is it whatever it's called the casino, oh the buy-in yeah the casino battle royal yeah uh-huh. we're gonna get to that so that that's sick yeah you know? so yeah let's get into that card okay so let's start with the 21 man casino battle royal for a aew world championship match uh, Sunny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, related to uh, one of the Forgotten Sons, <laughs> uh, Ace Romero, Glacier, Glacier, <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr., Sunny Days, um, MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, Isaiah Kitty or Isa- Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn. Luchasaurus, who I am very interested in. I'm also I'm intrigued. Dinosaur Lucha. That's my thing. <laughs> and Sean Spears. AKA Ty Dillinger. Um and Mads Mickelson and Daniel Craig. <laughs> um no, then there's one, two, three, there's four they still haven't announced. Some fun surprise entrances. Yeah. Uh and I like how they're doing it too. They're like doing it like it's like draw a card and whatever suit you're a part of it's like you come into as like groups of like three or five or something like they have a weird way about it that makes it kind of fun and gimmicky vegasy it makes it vegasy mm-hmm. uh, a 21 man yeah of course. right yeah. so like one person will get to come out last which is cool and i like uh because from what i heard uh that they the plan is whoever wins the, i mean it means something whoever wins this battle royal is the number one contender for the I title i wonder if whoever wins is going to go up against adam page like that, that night. night that could be it i could, could see be that. something I or they'll have a, a. I don't know who they would, the surprise would be, but yeah, they pull something. Cheeseburger, out. That, that's yeah. sick. <laughs> I mean, no, he's in Ring of Honor, right? I mean, there's like you, the things you hear being thrown around, like oh, maybe Moxley or maybe these things, but maybe soon Punk, maybe Punk. It's not gonna be, be a him. terrible match, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, the match wouldn't matter. Yeah, if CM Punk came out to fight Hangman Page for the AEW title, they could have the most pissed. And shit I, match. I said it like that. I would pop if I was in the same room as CM Punk. I would, dude. <laughs> fuck, what are you gonna do? Of course. Um, I was in the same room as Tom Hanks once. You don't seem no, bragging about it. No fucking, fucking way, though. Yeah, he's wearing. I, Met him. He's wearing a beret and a. Was he as nice as everyone said? He's super nice. I yeah. bet he was. Dude. I bet he was. He's wearing oh, a beret and a turtleneck. Dude, that's Aww. awesome. That's really cool. Christie Alley was in the same room. Totally unrelated. <laughs> nice. I, I mean, you were in Sun Valley. It's all related. Yeah. I saw Shaquille O'Neal once. I didn't talk to him. Whoa. I was a child. Yeah. I was a child. I saw Larry Gebert once. He was an asshole. Yeah, I met Larry Gebert too. He was a prick. Fuck that guy. He was a prick. Fuck Larry Gebert. He was weird to my mom. Whoa. <laughs> I just maybe. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't, don't know if I've Trish. ever met anyone famous. <laughs> don't mess with Trixie. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Oh, fucking shade on Larry. Uh, <laughs> Larry Gebert. You're not famous. No, he's, he's not. Fucking local weather man. <laughs> Same like morning local weather for like two decades now. Yeah, it's probably a good gig. I bet. <laughs> I bet probably not. You get to be a mustachioed creep. Just yeah. kidding. And true. mean to children. Um, all right. Uh, Kip Savian versus Sammy Guevara. 
don't know anything about them. Uh, I'm sad to see. see High flyers. Both okay. look good. Hell yeah. Um, I'm just going to jump around because. Oh, is Sammy Guevara the one from uh, AAA or what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who had that spotlight at that press conference? Yeah. Yeah, he seems really cool. Um, I'm just going to jump around because this card's weird. Uh, Get off your feet and jump around? SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus Strong Hearts, which is Seema, Chima, T Hawk, and. Taylor Hawkins. Yes. Taylor, oh, those are the. Uh, that's why Taylor Hawkins is, guy, is going to be in Vegas. Those, oh, are those, yeah. o, those are those OWE guys, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool. L. Linda Man. Ooh. Uh, I'm excited for that. I mean, that sounds fun. L. Linda Man. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. My wife. Uh, Do it. Commit to it. Like Vince being Borhat? Yep. My wife. Vince. That was very good. Very nice. Vince. Vince. <laughs> you have no good raw ideas. <laughs> have that joke stuck in my head all week. Oh, um, That's what I needed. You know what I needed was, <clears throat> so I'm not going, but SoCal Uncensored is having an after party at, that's being DJed by Mega Ran. Previous guest, Mega Ran. Uh, friend of the show, Mega Ran, which is badass. Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, dude, we can't make it and get us in. No, just kidding. If you're listening to this, we don't want that. We we're don't, doing, we're, we're doing something else. Yeah, that's true. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, best friends, Chuck and Trent versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Angelico. 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 Oh, if you put a thing over a G, it makes the H sound? It's an umlaut. Yeah. That's not umlaut. I don't know if that's what it's called. I it's should, not. I don't know. What's it called? That's dots. the motorhead one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We're all white. Um, <laughs> I know. Versus my almost versus okay name Jack Evans. <laughs> Decent name. Decent name Jack Evans. Jack me Vans. Uh, we've got a six woman tag match between Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura versus Hikaru Shida, Ryo, and Ryo Mizunami. Mizunami. That's going to be a Buckwild match, probably. Probably. Uh, Joshi seeing, Wrestling is fucking sick. Seeing so. Aja Kong in person, like, yeah. she's a fucking legend. Yeah. You know, and this is the thing, too, that, like, I'm really looking forward to with AEW is I'm really unfamiliar with a lot of these wrestlers that are going to be at the show. And I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, at first I was like, you know, because we, like, with All In, it was like, oh, it's a it's the who's who of the independents, yeah. which is cool. But this is like... I don't know. They're talking it about. It wasn't really. It was right. a who's who of Ring of Honor and New Japan. <laughs> yeah, and that's a very. And then Jerry showed up. That's very, yeah. very true. That's very, very true. But um, I don't know. So I'm just excited to kind of be introduced to some of these wrestlers who are booked and who are signed to this company, too. So yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's a really good way to introduce them. Hopefully they do good. Yeah. Uh, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. For the titles, right? Yeah, the yeah, AAA, AAA tag, AAA tag, tag team titles. That'll be really fucking good. Yeah, that'll I've do some never, crazy shit. I've never seen the Lucha Bros. I've only heard good things, so I'm very yeah, excited. You're gonna get your mind yeah. fucked up, man. Um, you're gonna get fucked up. You're gonna bro. get fucked up, bro. And uh, I'm very the, I'm bringing a weird energy this week. It's okay. <laughs> Hell it's yeah, okay. they bring it to. I love yeah, it. It's good. We need it. it. Uh we got a very emotional match, Cody versus Dustin. Man, huh? Are there have there been any promos or anything? Yeah, I haven't really the watched the internet. It's okay. all internet. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, the the video that the Road to Double or Nothing where they announced that Dustin was going to be wrestling. I mean, was really cool. And then Cody cut a, a pretty fucking awesome promo about like how he's not 
it's not me versus Dustin, brother versus brother. Like this is up me versus the attitude era. Like this, like he's like we're putting an end to what they did, and like we're oh, putting. Oh wow! Yeah, he's like, and we're you know. So it's like an unveiling of Dustin not being gold dust. I mean, so that's what well, it was. No, it was Cody saying, "I'm putting an end to the attitude yeah. era." So and yeah, I mean, he, he's gold saying, dust kind of started the attitude era. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm gonna end what represents this. So I hope it's a new sort of like thing for Dustin, but it's also this like intergenerational uh like family feud okay so they are fighting like they're mad at each other essentially special guest referee steve harvey (laughs) i hope not Mm, yeah oh he's making faces yeah well he he is a very hilarious man he has very 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 old ideas about how women should be oh man i don't like that but that's not surprising um He's, but man, he's a good host. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he will not be at uh, Double or Nothing. Um, but yeah, so it's he's fighting Adam Page. <laughs> oh, dude, Steve so Harvey they, for they the Steve are, Harvey title. But are they angry at each other? Um, I don't know if they're angry. If it's just like this is a long time coming sort of like thing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's more the okay. angle going. But like Dustin's red now. But Dustin, like when you like look into their like actual history, it's like they have so much fuel for this thing of like when Cody was born and growing up like dusty was a bit older and was actually able to go to some like a lot of cody's like wrestling events and like things and well, dustin didn't really yeah. get a lot of that yeah well dusty was a deadbeat dad to dustin like genuinely really bad dad mm. and they reconnected as adults like there were periods of like five plus years and like various times when they didn't talk yeah and like, like Cody... when, when gold dust came to wwe he and dusty weren't talking yeah and like he did promos making fun of dusty and like a bunch of shit, like bad terms, bad terms for a long time. And what they reconnected, I've... which is cool. But like Cody got that, like more of that father and stuff. It's so like there, I think there's a genuine like animosity probably. I'm sure that I hope they've worked through, but it, yeah. <laughs> it seems like that. They, they just, but it's fuel. Real... It's fuel for a fire. Yeah. They, they just weren't really brothers for a long time. They're also like 15 years apart in age. Yeah. Like, Dusty got around. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned from watching The Dark Side of the Ring is... Uh, Wrestlers fuck? You gotta be a deadbeat dad to be a wrestler. <laughs> it's, it's in the contract <laughs> signings. Especially back then. Uh, Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. Be a very good match. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I'm, I'm very excited to see Nyla Rose in the ring. Yeah, me too. And I, I really like Britt Baker. First... Like one of the first signed trans... She's the first signed transgender wrestler to a, a major company ever so. yeah that's so that's, that's sick kenny omega versus chris jericho i'm excited for it i mean yeah. just to see those guys live yep um i i don't really know what to expect um i like to jericho's whole thing is like he wants a thank you <laughs> he wants everyone to thank him for being in there like, legitimizing the company basically uh, he's so, also starting a lot of shit with wwe i know i like it though i, I guess mean. that's another thing we should say Stephanie McMahon acknowledged that AEW is their competition. competition. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to ignore at this point. They are, they're on TNT. They're on a competing network. In this big rah-rah meeting, apparently, backstage, talking about, like, hey, we're all here. Like, there's competition now. And then they pulled the Brock Lesnar bullshit the same night. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I man, it, I don't know. It's 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 a fucking roller coaster of, like, what do they think we want? But to <laughs> yeah. be fair... There's a chance Stephanie McMahon didn't know about Brock Lesnar. I think I'm there's not, a I think there's a good chance. I, I I think she probably did, but there's an actual chance she didn't know. That's I think how it, fucked mm-hmm. up there it might be seems. A, yeah, I mean Triple H probably had to know Just though, right? Only no, only Vince. It could have been only Vince. It could have been like 
But I don't, I don't trust that Vince knows how to make a phone call on his own. I feel like someone else. Oh, would have he to does. Know. He's on his phone all the time yeah, in the backstage. Vince knows how to make calls. Um, yeah. He's had to for a long time. He's had to make a lot of phone calls over the years. Um, I don't think logistically it could have only been Vince, but it it could have been only Vince up until the day of. Right, like trip, like Triple H sees Brock Lesnar show up. There were reports that it was like the week before that it was decided. That they decided so, that. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, it could have been like Vince like telling them, keep the secret or else we don't want this deal with Brock to fall through. Like bullshit like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. At the same time, Stephanie and Triple H are still, they are mm-hmm. fucking McMahons. Even if we, yeah, I mean, Triple H is literally. He's fucking a McMahon. He's fucking a McMahon. <laughs> um, but, like they they're they're still very inside the business even though they are very no totally true and, shit, and it's clear that chris jericho don't give a fuck he does not no, no. uh which is, i just think is great um yeah he was talking so much shit he was like wow yeah brock's the future of this biz like <laughs> uh great call wwe um He's like, this is why WWE is going to be on top forever. <laughs> I mean, he he fucking hates Brock, so yeah, he does. He, Didn't he actually try to fight him once? Was yeah, that him? when he busted open Randy Orton at SummerSlam a few years ago. Um, he like they didn't know it was like a work. He didn't know it was a work, and like he, I mean, and still, even though it was a work, it was fucking rough. That's a gross match, mm-hmm. like because it was hard way, right? It was hard way, and Randy bled so much fucking blood. That was like one of the first pay-per-views I watched after starting watching wrestling again, and I was like, holy I think, fuck. I think oh. I watched that one. It probably did. Yeah, SummerSlam 2016, I think. Um, it was fucking bad. It was real fucking bad, and Jericho like tried to fight like Lesnar when he came back. Which is goddamn crazy. Um, <laughs> Jericho shot on and beat Goldberg in a fight. Jesus. So. Oh he, man, yeah. He's a better trained, like, actual fighter. A- actual fighter than Does Goldberg. Is that DDP yoga? It, dude, it probably is. Um, and then Adam Page is fighting someone. Yeah, we don't know yet. Maybe Mystery. we won't know until that night, which will be cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty electric atmosphere. I hope. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we've already talked about this before. I'm, I'm a little uh, hesitant about some AEW fandom. So I hope we're not sitting next to anyone who just fucking blows. Bullet babe detective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but your mom's going to get hit on by all the bullet babe detectors. <laughs> I don't Dude. know. My mom will be. Put my your mom, mom in a there. bullet club shirt. Hell yeah. Oh, we should. I do need to get her a shirt. She could probably wear one of mine, but uh, no, no mom, <laughs> you get your own. She has a signed picture from Joey Ryan as he's dick flipping um, uh, McFoley. Yeah. How did she get that? Uh, oh, so uh, we went. My brothers and I went to that uh, Lucha show that okay. was at, at the Idaho Center, and he was on it. And I got to meet him. He was really, really nice. He's a very nice man. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, and so yeah, we bought that that uh, picture. And he was like, "Yeah, Yo, you guys want it signed?" Or like, uh, "Yeah, can you sign it to our mom?" <laughs> and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, what's her name?" And it's like it's Trixie, you know, Trish. <laughs> and uh, so it was like, yeah, it was like to Trish, like like love Joe. I don't know. It wasn't anything crazy. But uh, yeah, it's him dick flipping. So she's very excited that he might be there. She could wear one of our shirts. Oh, that's true. I'll one get of my one. trunk. Okay, I'll get her one. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Matt and I, maybe Isai, mm-hmm. and previous guest of the show, Nick. Nick Fleming of Wicked Bears. Check that band out. They're fucking rad. We're gonna go. They're playing in Boise June first. If you live here, I think maybe. Um, <laughs> there haven't been any details. Um. But we're going to let it ride. 
Yeah, the Hard Times Wrestling Show. Yeah, shout out Matt and Mark, and also yeah, friends of the show. Put on by Suburban Fight Wrestling, which is a promotion started by one of the dudes in this band, Fury, that I really like. Oh, cool. Listen to their record on the way here. Man, listen, I have no idea what to expect from that. Listen to Failed Entertainment. Yeah, we're going to watch Joey Ryan. Or, or, no, Joey no, Ryan. Nick we're Gage. We're going to watch Nick Cage and Darby Allen fight in a bar. No ring, no rules match. Uh, and Nick Gage, if you don't know, almost murdered uh, David Arquette. Nick Gage <laughs> and Nick has Cage died. died. Nick Cage, di- Nick Gage, Nick Cage. <gasps> oh, Nick Gage died in a match. We are in oh. Vegas. What if he's Snake Eyes? Yeah. Oh man, that what movie. Was- there. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking lose my oh. mind. Oh yeah. I would lose There's my mind. There's no way Nick Golis Cage does not like wrestling. He named his son after Superman. He has to like wrestling. I know the those are two weird things to connect. The of Independence. <laughs> I'm 24-7 champion. But yeah, see. Pissed blood. <laughs> seeing Nick Gage is going to be a wild experience, and I'm I know. very excited. And uh, I don't know if there's even any other matches on that card, but it there's, seems worth the money. There's two other ones that have been announced. Is there um, going to be? One, uh, Session Moth Martina. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I don't know the other ones. Cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah, at a bar. Dude, that's going to be uh, pretty funny and scary, I hope. Oh, man. Seeing Ses- Session Moth Martina in a bar is pretty fucking perfect, so that should be a good time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was going to pull it up. It was going to take me too long. Yeah, and so I think... Um, like my weekend. <laughs> We're gonna try to we're gonna try to get some little snippets from uh the Vegas. Yeah. Um, Vegas. Um, Ve- Las Vegas. Flighty Buttlass on Twitter. Uh listener of the show, I think sometimes, friend of Dr. Blurg, is going to be at Starcast selling stuff. Oh, right on. So I may interview them. Yeah. Um, and if oh, you're yeah. at Starcast, check out their uh, booth. Yeah. Uh yeah. very, very, very good pins. And yeah, things and, like that, and dolls, and I dolls. Guess. Yeah, they're oh, yeah. very, very good. So, yeah, check that out, and I'll probably, maybe I'll try to talk to her. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we'll see what we can what we can snag. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun little weekend. I'm very excited. Let it, uh, let us know if you're gonna watch it. Uh, if you're gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, though, if you're gonna if anyone's gonna be there, and uh uh wants a wants to. To, to uh, say hi. Yeah, say hi. Say hi. I'll say hi back. Yeah. Um, I'm going I'm going to be at Raising Cane's a lot, so come find me there. <clears throat> um, I'm going to be... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm be, just going to be, be there. fucking living. You're going to be in Boise. Igno- just don't... Well, I mean, I, if, if you see if me... We're fri- if we're friends, <laughs> already, like, text me, I guess, but... Uh, I'll give you Zach's number. Uh, just uh, hit me up, and I'll give you Zach's number, uh, and then you can uh, hit him up. Okay, that's <laughs> I mean, fine. Uh, I mean, if you actually do want to watch and you're in town, like I don't know, figure something out. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be an interesting show. It'll be the, our first little glimpse of what uh, AEW is going to be presenting. It's their first show. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Let's let's wrap this baby up. Let's wrap it up. Like we a get, little gift. Oh, a nice little tight episode. We got a couple of tight episodes Ooh. the last couple of weeks. Is, have we reached an hour yet? Hour 14. Ooh, Whoa. just like last time. Whoa. Okay. Um, yeah, you can find us on the internet uh, at WrestleboysCast on Twitter, at GenuineWrestleboys on Instagram. Yeah, I'll start posting on there again someday. At yes. bit.ly slash suck should, your own. Maybe we should hire a marketing manager or something. Um, 
Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Bit.ly slash suck your own. Uh, give us money so we can hire someone to fucking promote us. <laughs> Pay them $15 a month. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, right. We'll give you $15 oh, I, one time. I already have someone in mind. They do a lot of good work on another podcast I listen to. Ooh, all right, then. <laughs> Uh, but uh, for real, uh, take Jeff, <laughs> take money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket, put it yeah. in our pocket. Uh, you can cancel your subscription right away. Put your away. hand in our pocket, ignore whatever else is in it's there. It's free. You could get yourself a free book. You don't even have to do that. You could just be like, cancel. I just did this for the Wrestle Boys. Yeah. At bit.ly slash suck your own. Uh, go to bit.ly slash merch boys and get some merch from us. We got a cool Carly Rae Jepsen ripoff logo tee. And in my trunk, I got ones that say WrestleBoys 316. I have a lot of them, so please buy them from me because they're very comfortable. You can just buy them to sleep in them. I don't give a fuck. One of my friend took one and is going to reverse tie-dye it. So oh, that's if you cool. want to reverse tie-dye, maybe I can work that out. I don't know. And, just and, buy them. I don't want them in my trunk anymore. And hey, look. I don't, it's free real estate. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to be mean, listeners. Yeah, your shirts are trash. But I've seen your wardrobe, and it could use a little sprucing up. Mm-hmm. It could just use a little spruce, a little spruce Springsteen. <laughs> and so you just fucking go to bit.ly slash merch boys. You spruce it up. Go to bit.ly slash Bruce boys and oh, man. watch a live feed of Matt and I watching the Bruce Springsteen uh, the, on, on Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Check out our new podcast, uh, Spruce boys. Uh, yeah. Uh, my band has a show next month. Hell yeah, it does. Uh, on, on June 26th. So if you're in Boise, come come check that out. It's going to be fun. We're playing Winter Forever in Sports Court. Never played with either of them before. Winter nice. Forever, uh, we played with before, and they were awesome. Yeah, I, I know all of them. Just never played with them before. Yeah, yeah. This is cool, going to be a cool time. That'll be a very um, fun show. Yeah, real stoked for it because we only play shows like once a year. So You got two this year. Got, like, yeah, two I know. You're year, playing. Aaron's going to be in town. Hell so. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we're also going to be recording, and we're going to like – Maybe I have a cool cover song that I'm real stoked about. Is it Slayer? No, dude, it's Bullet Genius. Ooh. Oh, that's rad. So uh, if we, you know, come to the show, see if we got that pulled together in time. <laughs> uh, if not, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and it, uh, while you got your uh, music listening ears going, you should check out Bright Old Giant. Uh, if you want to hear some post-rock sweetness, uh, we don't play a lot of shows, but we are recording a new album and uh, we can't wait to put that inside of your head holes. But we have other music you can go back and listen to. Um, and if you like music that's a little faster, B Town All Stars, yellier, a little more political. I don't have a band to plug, but listen to Rejection Pack. <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. to my dogs. Yeah, they're on tour right now. Safe travels, boys. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. We are. This is the first time we're doing this, so we're on the Eavesdrop Network. Go to ease-drop.com. And you can check out other shows like Dealing With It. Oh, Dealing With It, which is a podcast that I do with my mom. Uh, you could check out – there's there's seriously – there's Permanent shows for – Permanent Time Off. Permanent Time Off, which the first episode was, uh, I list, I mean is out now. It's fantastic. Uh, the Eavesdrop podcast is also awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Overbooked yeah. is a, uh, a book-like uh, club podcast from the people of Lady Business, uh, the comedy uh, – you know, group here in Boise. There's the Be Kind Rewind, where they talk about the first episode was about the Phantom Menace. Yeah, they, they talk about bad movies that in a positive that light. have merit. Uh, Never Better, which is uh, three women talking about stuff. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, Roasted Games, which I just listened to. It's uh, it's about video game or I mean board games and board game design. Uh, 
show about called Fun and Sobriety, about being sober, hosted by Dylan Haas. Um, and then one about metal and beer, and craft beer, full metal, full metal brewer radio. So we got something for everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check it out. Yeah. This network is very, very different, very vast, very small. So check us out. Listen to us. It's cool. Ease dash drop dot com. Dash drop. Ease. Dash drop. Oh my god. <laughs> um yeah. Thanks for listening. And Russell Boys 316 says See you in Vegas, baby.